Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
man. Jimmy! I about blacked out, man. I was so I was so ready for it. I about blacked out. That was oh my god. Fantastic. It was a little ragged. You had a different Ooh. sound than usual. Wow. Oh my goodness. Okay. Welcome back. Look, I got an announcement to make. Okay. Last right. week I criticized I criticized one of our regular listeners for being too hard uh, mm. on a member of the animal crew on Twitter, okay? And I'm kind of uncomfortable about that because an important part of the animal way, I've got my own philosophy, is the freedom to criticize this show freely. You can say whatever you want, okay? And I, I like see where it you're that going. way. I see where I you're like going it. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if you call into this show, I want to tell everybody, if you call into this show to speak... You have to realize that there's some outspoken people listening to the show. They're not all nice people, right? And they're, you know, they will tell you in no uncertain terms that they don't like what you said and they don't like how you said it. And you might not be ready to tolerate that. It's going to sting. But I got news for you. Grow up. It's not going to really hurt you. You're not going to melt, okay? And you know what? No one's going to hear it anyway. No one's going to hear what they write. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, okay. And I'm ready to move on. But before I get to the guest, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by PC Recruiter, the recruiting software for everybody. Okay? And now uh, our guest is a guy named Brian Fink. Matt Charney set him up with us on the show today. Matty and, Matt. Uh, it's time for us to sing first. Uh, and we're going to sing Rap Fink. Okay. You know that song, Brian? I have played my entire Yes, sir. Hello. What? Hello, hello. So we're just going to sing the chorus. Your entire life. What? I've heard it my entire life. I was like, why don't don't we sing something else? Why don't we sing like, you know, we are the children, or 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 the children of the future, or something about the Olympics? Why don't we? Why don't we sing a better? I don't know those songs. (laughs) I don't know those songs. Why didn't you prepare me? I am so sorry. I didn't know I was supposed to put together like a playlist for this. I, I yeah, okay. Well, hold on. I, I, was that you singing? That was that playlist. you? It was. Yeah, was, it was. I'm yeah, like was a that vixen. You? Are you listening to me? Was that you singing? Because if you can sing a song on your own, that's okay. I'll just try to back you up. Yeah, I, that was me singing. You know, just trying yeah, to. Yeah, give it to us. Just give us a few lines. Give us a few lines, and we'll move on. Okay, please. I'm begging right. you. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me a hot minute. You know, I, I don't know. Can we do a recruiter song? Can we do Hello by Lionel Richie? Hello? Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. Hello? Should we, should we do that? Should maybe we start you know what? You're talking through it. Okay, let's time. You know what? i got to ask. Is Matt Charney on a bad phone screwing up the line? Somebody is. Somebody is. Okay, and I don't like Not it. Not me, dude. No, dude. Nope. No way, Jose. I've no way, dude. I've got Does anybody want to say hi? Again. Maureen, are you here? Maureen, are you here? I'm hi, always Maureen. here. I'm always oh, here. That's not true. You and Jerry say, I'm always here. You depend on me. I'm the show. Well, you guys yeah, are not the show. Here. I never know you're going to be here, okay? I'm that's always good, here. I'm always here listening. Yeah, always. okay. Anybody else want to say mute. hi? We used to, we used to I'm do, on uh, mute. I'm zipper mouth. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do a, uh, 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 you know, a hello everybody at the beginning of the show. Anybody else want to say hi before we start? Okay. Yeah, somebody on a bad phone. Okay, the guest today is the Brian Fink on Twitter. He's at the Brian Fink. You sang. I'm very impressed. 
Do you have uh, an elevator? I'll, I'll say your elevator speech just to make things move faster. I excel at direct recruiting, direct sourcing. Hey, Matt Charney, get off the phone. I can hear you, you jerk. What what area code is he? 214. It's 214? He's not here. No, no he's somebody not. was. I think like 386 was doing that. No. Can I ask oh, a technical right. question? No, it's second 03. Okay, just let me clear up the lines. Okay, Jerry, go ahead. One of my partner companies that I work with, they also administer my email for that endeavor. Well, I have to sign on to Outlook. They now tell me, oh, don't use Google. Don't use Chrome. You need to use Firefox. Should should I accept that? Or should I say, are you kidding me? I can't even put an attachment with my email now, you, uh, signing on uh, through uh, Chrome. You know should what? I accept ask, Aaron this, Lynch. ask Aaron Lynch. Ask Aaron is Lynch. Is Matt Charney on the line? Matt Charney is one of the smartest guys I know. He's not on the line, okay? What? Nobody else is making that noise. Why am I even here? I don't know, okay? God. Let me get on with the show. Let me get on with the show, okay? This is Brian. This is the Brian Fink's intro. I'm reading it from LinkedIn. He says, I excel at direct recruiting, direct sourcing, and aligning opportunities to professionals, okay? Working with client companies. He didn't take English literature at school, everybody, or composition. Uh, and, in fact, here's, here's something else he says. I'm engaging with outstanding professionals that want to push the envelope and disrupt the status quo. Brian Fink, how do you test if someone wants to push and shove and disrupt? Very simply put, you know, you can ask them what, what it is that they've done, or you can tell them no and tell them that they haven't done what it is that they purport to do. I find that telling somebody no is a really effective way to get them to tell you everything that there is to know, right? You, talk, you opened up the conversation about recruiters being liars. What about candidates, right? For just a quick second here, not trying to shoot the candidate. I think the, candidates, uh, the candidate is king. But how many candidates have we had that just kind of come into a conversation, they try to blow through it about project management, about the software they've developed, and they can't answer the simple question as to why they developed it or where they got the idea. They're simply trying to pirate somebody else's idea, and that's really, that's really great. Okay? There's some really dynamic pirates that are out there, but I think that there is a lot of value in telling somebody, you know, no, you, you didn't do that. Um, I think somebody else did that there. And letting them get on their heels, kind of letting them getting on, get on their defenses. Um, at the same time, it's about reaching out to people who are going the extra mile and are publicly showing other people what it is that they're doing or how they're kind of changing. Uh, okay, let me stop you. Their- let me stop you. I don't mind. I don't mind that you didn't answer my question. Okay, oh. let's address. <laughs> let's address. Let's address what you are saying. So, first of all, you're saying you have a lot of liars that you recruit. Okay, and that your method of uh, and and that you know how to uh, you've got the inside information. So if someone says I did this, you you tell them blood, blood, straight out, no, you didn't. Why would you want to even continue the conversation with a candidate you have exposed as a liar? Can you tell me that? You, you know, that's that's a great question, right? You know, um, the reason great I'm question. Digging, great question. The reason that I'm trying to dig into that is I want to see if this person is willing to fight for their own ideas, if they're not willing to fight for their own ideas, how can I be assured that they're going to care deeply about my ideas and the ideas of those people that surround them? If they're going to be part of a team, 
and they're going to drive that team to excellence, then, then by pushing them and saying, no, you didn't do this, and having them kind of go through the maciations of what they did, how they contributed. Okay, man, let me, let, right let me, let me just right understand. Question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm mistaken. You don't know that they're lying. Someone just makes a claim, and you just reflexively say, you didn't do that. You're lying, and they have to prove it, right? And then later on you decide if they were telling you the truth or not. Is that, is that, it's just a technique. I could say, hey, Jerry, you're lying, and he's got to be telling every, everything he says. I could say, you're lying, Jerry, I know it. And you have to, he's got to prove himself to me. Is that what you're saying? You you're know, asking which them which I know from your monologue or intro, lying means I'm winning. <laughs> I guess. All right, so, oh, Jerry, all right, so with that, with that piece of it, first off, I'm not saying, hey, you're a liar. I think if we go back and listen to the tape, I'm saying, no, I don't, I don't think you did that. Can you explain to me? how you did that, what your role was in that. No, 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 I was the leader. I was the guy who did this. Then tell me how you did it, because simply claiming that you went to the moon doesn't make you Neil fucking Armstrong. Okay, it sounds – Jerry, Maureen, anybody, does it sound like he's accusing these guys of lying? sounds like it to me. Innocent people. He says, you're a liar, and then he, he's <laughs> just trying to provoke them to, to prove that they did what they did. Anybody else got a comment there? That's his technique. Let him explain himself a little more. But if no, I can I, ask, I, can you speak enough. up a little? No, no, I've had stop. enough. Stop. Enough. Okay. Can you speak up enough. a little more? I'm straining to hear. I'm straining to hear. I asked just like, are you on a speakerphone? Is he on a speakerphone? No, no. He's on. Nope. We've got bad audio going on, Animal. It's true. You want to call in on another phone? Do you have a better phone, Brian? Um, you know what, guys? Let's let's keep this rocking and rolling. I don't have a better yeah. phone. This is the best phone. <laughs> can you put, phone how about putting your mouth up to the receiver? If these... Are you on a speakerphone, Brian? I'm still not on speakerphone. There, that's What did you do differently, just so the audience knows what not to do? I held the microphone straight up to my mouth. Wow. Good work. Okay. Good work. Okay. Yes. Okay. So things, now, that you know have, what? things that we have learned is it helps when you bring things closer to your mouth. Okay. Please push in the envelope. I want to give you some free consulting on, on LinkedIn. Your summary, it says, I specializing in finding outstanding recruiting, sales, marketing, and technical professionals. I specializing. You missed a word there, okay? That's very unprofessional. Go correct it. And then you've got another line. It's a million miles long. I work, and it's full of hack, hack, hackneyed words. I work with a team of experienced, certified recruiters who effectively and efficiently, that's a moronic phrase, Bring the right candidates front and center for ongoing talent acquisition projects with Fortune 500, Deloitte Technology, Fast 500, privately held Inc. 500, and emerging companies. At least hey, bro, take out the you, efficiently you and effectively. Did you pull the cash file from like 2005 on LinkedIn? Because like no, that's what I'm your sitting here and I'm like, profile says today. Okay, don't try to get out of it. Here's the other thing you say: I'm you hire high, high achievers for a change. This is. This is fantastic. Like, you come on and you're like, oh, we're going to have a good passive conversation. And I'm going to tell you a few things. And you're going to answer a few questions. And I'm <laughs> Brian, like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, Brian, 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 I mean, stop. Don't get offended. This is what this show is all about. Don't get Maureen, offended. Maureen, not offended, but, but he won't okay. answer my question. guest loses his Oh, my God. Uh, cool. Where are the tissues? I need to <laughs> <cry>. We got <laughs> him, animal. Early, even. Early. Nice work. You're getting good. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Let's get some questions. You know what? I bet you there's people on Twitter saying there's no content, and they're right. This is going to be a great show. This is going to be a great show, Brian. Wow. And we're 15 minutes in already. Come on. Let's get going. 
Okay, yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian, you say Sir. you hire high achievers who mesh with uh, the culture and direction of the company. How do you determine a culture match? Um, good question. So I kind of asked them about both their internal and external activities, right? Like what is it that they're aspiring to do? When you're talking to a candidate, whether it's your agency recruiter, whether you're internal recruiter, you don't need to be asking them about this job. You need to be talking to them about the next job and whether or not this job is going to be the vehicle that gets them to where they want to go next. So when I'm diving into it, I'm asking things like, hey, if you could put your feet on the floor tomorrow and or jump out of bed, put your feet on the floor tomorrow and you can do whatever you want to do and you're not going to fail, what is it that you're going to do? What is it you're passionate about doing, right? If you're passionate about going and flipping fries at, at McDonald's, this is probably not the right place for you, right? Like th that's not the level of aspiration that I'm looking for. But if you're coming to me and you're saying, look, I want to go somewhere. I want to be there for two to three years. And you're starting to answer that way. Again, not the right answer. But if you're like, hey, I want to create awesome software. I want to be able to drive. I, I, want to, I, want to, I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's like, if I could do anything, I'd be building an app that would teach people how to translate languages. How would you do that? By asking them how they would do that, I'm finding out what their core concerns are, what their competencies are, how they would code it, how they would build it. That's kind of how I'm tapping into, their, tapping into whether or not we're going to be the vehicle that takes them where they want to go, if we're going to so, be that kind so, of okay, cultural so the, match. The, you've got, your question is, what would you like to do if you were free to do anything? Is that, is that what the question is, that you determine their culture what match would with? You, how? What would you do? What would you do? Tomorrow morning you wake up, you can do anything in the world, and you won't fail. What are you going to do? Okay. That failure piece okay. is really important, right? Okay. Now, he's, you told he's me digging got... deep. He's digging yeah, deep. Yeah, right. In. Okay. Thank you, Maureen. Thank he you. is. Uh, he, he is. Yeah, Thanks, Maureen. Thank I appreciate Maureen. that. Thank you, Maureen. He's got a question. He's got something. He's got an issue that he wanted to discuss. Before I forget, you've got the floor, whoa, Brian. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're changing the subject because Maureen reached with me, and that's not for good time. No, no, because so you're finished. Uh, you're not telling me anything interesting anymore, Okay. I got, I got okay, my dad. answer. Okay, Dad. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm your dad. I am going to guide you. If you want to be good on the show, you should listen to me. Okay? Now. Are you going to spank me later? <laughs> Let's talk. You're too far away. You can You're only too far hope. away. You I know can what? Only hope. Now, All right. Now, now we're getting okay. to it. Now, he's got a topic he wants to talk about. But don't make me beg you to talk, okay? I'm giving you the floor. Make him no, that's a great, that's a great question. You. So I want to I come back to a conversation that Matt Charney and I were having um, kind of in a Q&A session at the um, da -da -da, Talent Management Association social media conference. I um, want to go back to it is that the question keeps being raised is now that LinkedIn has been purchased um, by Microsoft. Um, Not how is that yet. Gonna change? Right, not yet. hasn't been approved. Maureen, Absolutely. you know what, Maureen? Didn't you learn last week? Let the guy talk, okay? <laughs> hey, Ma Hey, dude, Mark, be nice to the young ladies, hey, please. Dude, come on, man. Like, if you want to have fun with me, that's fine. But if you, like, want to toss her around like a China doll, that's, you do it on somebody else's time, not mine, okay? Okay, there you go. you got to defend her him, Maureen. You don't have to come to me this week. This guy's going to defend you, okay? Go <laughs> I ahead. I think Maureen can probably stand up for herself, but I'm like, dude, come on, lay off of her. So, so she's right. It hasn't been – it, has it has yet to be approved. Um, the question that came up was, hey, you know, if it, if it does go through, how's that going to change search results for us, you know, putting together Google CSEs and going through Bing and using DuckDuckGo? Wouldn't Microsoft want to limit the way that we can invasively search into LinkedIn? Um, and I want to I go back because I kind of flushed the, flushed the name. There's a guy named Keith Raboy, R-A-B-O-I-S. And so Keith Raboy is part of the PayPal Mafia. Um, he is the person who went to Reed Hoffman and said, you cannot have 
a private social network. You have to create multiple links to make sure that you're driving people towards your platform. And the two of them went back and forth talking about how they wanted about, no, 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 I just want this to be groups. I want it to be closed. I don't want it to be indexed like Yahoo. And Keith Raboyk went in and said, look, you've got to make these changes. You're not gaining users. Um, let's try it. But when he said, let's try it, it was a very sneaky, let's try it. Because once you did this, it was going to be very difficult to put the wall back around. And so with that, they not only increased their, um, increased their manifold for, uh, for search results through organic, they also paid to have their search results indexed more frequently by the major search engines. That may in fact change. And that's long, that's long since kind of been a point. Are you coming to a point? Oh, what's this? No, I was wondering if you chat? could sharpen my pencil for me, Daddy. This is the, I mean, hey, this is come excellent. on. I mean, so, we're recruiters. Is there a takeaway for a recruiter? Are you telling a story? What's the point? Yeah, I'm, I'm, t- let, I'm telling let a story. Let him tell a story. You, this is interesting. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, dude, get a glass of cognac and chill out, right? Um, so, yeah, I bet you so Gary's reality, half asleep already. What? I guess Gary hasn't made a placement in a week, so like, I'm not re- really worried about him being sleeper. I doubt that, but go on. Okay, Dang. all right. That's right. That wasn't fair. Like, I'm sizing these things up as teams, right. aren't I? Get so, to the point. The, the, What's the point of this story? Jealousy manifests itself in many ways. I accept it all. It does. Go ahead, I like Brian, all please. Right. Please, Brian, please. So the, point, the point I'm making is, is that there's a lot of people that are jumping out of windows that are concerned about how this merger is going to change talent acquisition. The reality yeah. of it is it isn't because they've based it into their source code. It goes like deep Ray into their Hoffman. data science. Is it going to close? Yeah, it's not going to do. It can't, it can't close it off. In fact, in fact, two years ago, they opened it up even further with their Photon a project, which is for open source data uh, analysis from LinkedIn, which is interesting. Okay, let now me ask going you after a question. Let me ask you a question that. to get you back on track. There was a program that lots of people liked, a fairly new one, called Context Scout, and they went out of business this week because LinkedIn cut them off. Now, you're saying LinkedIn is wide open and it's never going to change. The openness is... is uh, is it strategic direction? That's not true, is it? No, it is absolutely true because if it wasn't true, then they wouldn't be pushing the people's content out to uh, – like they wouldn't have bought Pulse Why if they did didn't want to drive that scout, Why did Context Scout close, do you know? And they're probably one of the 100. Well, who, yeah, so who builds their house on somebody else's property? The whole idea is stupid. Well, I mean, look, Let's I would go and on. I'd point to it and I'd say, I'd say Salesloft did the same thing and they got a letter from LinkedIn two years ago and they completely pivoted the company. Yeah. Dell hack. You know, um, okay, let's move right. on. Let's move on. Context. Let's move on. Let's move on. Please. Let's move on. Let's move on. Social media recruiting delivers hard-to-find candidates. I read that this morning on a white paper. It says most companies just experiment with social media recruiting, but a consistent social media optimization strategy will get you a dramatic increase in unique candidates who are hard to find outside of social media. I just don't think that's true. Do you, Brian? I don't think that's true. You said you're a headhunter. Do you think you can find I don't think people that's true. on social media? Good. Okay. I think I think you can. Fine. Dude, I think you can find people on social media. But here's the reality of it: is that I think you're only going to find a fragment. I don't think that you're going to have a real conversation about who they are or what they're doing. I mean, there's a data scientist that has six years of experience documented on LinkedIn. He hasn't worked at Groupon in four years, right? His right. GitHub. He has no. He has no activation on his GitHub. He's working on something for Facebook. 
Uh, the only reason I know that is because I called a friend of his. He used to work with a group on and said, hey, where the hell is this guy? And he was like, oh, he's been at Facebook for four years. He's working on, he's working on something with their data centers. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think that only the original social networking, like you know, what, what young recruiters don't like to do, get on the phone, I think mm-hmm. that that's what yields results. I mean, I mean, look, I, I still take a, a field cat kind of mentality that it's great. I can blast out 100 emails or in-mall somebody. At the end of the day, like, come on, man, I'm going to get on the phone. We're going to have a conversation about how mm-hmm. you're going to move forward or how you're not. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you're not the guy, so in 15 or 20 minutes, hopefully I've built enough trust to show you that I know what's going on in your, in your industry. Who do you know? Th- then I can, ask, then I've owned the right to okay, ask who do you know. Social referrals. media doesn't provide let's that. Let's talk about referrals, but let me do an ad first. Okay. Now I just want to say <laughs> right, I'll be back in that there is, yeah. Okay. There is so much divisiveness in the world. There's so much. All you got to do is read Facebook to see how much hate there is. It's every morning in my, uh, news feed. And even, listen to this, when there's not outright hatred, there's a lot of microaggression. You know what? It's the same thing in the world of recruiting software. There's a lot of software that says it's for everybody, but then they've got these dog whistles that tell executive recruiters or staffing agencies or corporate recruiters, hey, we like you best, right? So you know what I do when I want a little peace of mind? I go and think about my sponsor, PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter loves everybody. PC Recruiter loves every kind of recruiter. They really, really do. And you know what that means? PC Recruiter loves you, just like the Rolling Stones. And if you want to check them out, go to PCRecruiter.com. PCRecruiter.com. You can tell them animals sent you. Okay, thank you. Okay, let's go back to before the we Ryan start. Be, before we start, can I say something? You know why we have all this anger and all this hatred and all I this malice? You know why we have this all this because of because of social media. Uh, uh, Speaking of that, Maureen, I just I just direct messaged you on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, Look, that was my speech so, for the day, and now I'll put myself on mute. I want you to come back to it because, like, you know, social media is no different today than putting a red letter on somebody was in the 1600s and shaming them, right? Like, exactly. it's the public square. It's, it's, the shame, it's the shame event, right? So, so I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, it has that hate in, embedded into it. No, 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 no. listen it. to me, Brian. Please, please, please. You, you were actually telling me something worthwhile. You called a guy up. And and you said, look, I can't find this person. Can you tell me where he is? And he told you. Why did he tell you? Supposedly, these programmers don't like sharing information with people like you. Yeah, great question. So I actually called him up. Out you of know what? Voice. Whatever I say, you say great question. How about answering it? <laughs> so, he does. So, if you're you're letting, so look, if I'm looking, if I'm looking for a parallel candidate, somebody who's very similar to it, I call him up have a conversation with him. I talked to him about the, about the opportunity. I said, hey, listen, there was a guy that worked at Groupon, and, and I'm sure he worked with you because he was in San Francisco. Oh, who is he? Do you know him? I was like, no, man, I've tried to get in touch with him before. He's X guy. And he's like, oh, he's been at Facebook for four years. And actually what's really fucked up is he gave me that guy's Gmail address, right? He's like, 
right? He was like, he was like, oh, do you want me to do an email intro? I was like, yeah, man, if you want to do that, that's fine. Here's my email address. Hey, what's his? So I make sure it's not in my spam filter. That's right. I lied. I'm a recruiter. I lied. I wanted to make sure that his Gmail, the most widely accepted email on the planet, did not end up in my spam filter. I lied. Okay, I got a question for you. you I got a you question for you. But yeah, no, no. So when you called up this other person, you pretended that you were interested in him. Is that right? Yes or no? No, I was interested in him, but once he said no, I said, hey, you work for this other guy. What can we do? I was totally interested in him, but frankly, he's completely, completely Thunderdome out of the range of where comp needs to be for this role. Okay, let me ask you another question because this is a good example. So if this guy would have raised his hand, the person you talked to, and he said, look, I am interested, would you still have asked for a referral? Yeah. To the other I guy? I would have said – Why? Yeah, I totally how, would have asked. Could, so – what would he say? You want me to, to, to help you find competition for myself? Well, I opened, I opened up the conversation with saying, look, I need to augment my data science team with four people. Do you have a few minutes to kind of talk about it? Right? Is so that what your, like, cold, you that what your cold call? Is that what your cold yeah, call sounds so, like? I want to augment my database? Yeah. I said, I want to augment my data science team. I was wondering if you've got a quick second to connect. And for what it's worth, I know I just talked about calling. I found this guy's message. He's a developer. I found his, um, I found his phone number using, who, using who is. I shot him a quick text. He asked me, how did you find my number? And I told him his domain registry, and he might want to make that private. And he was like, I got a few minutes to talk. We hopped on the phone. We started chatting about it. And I said, listen, I'm looking to hire and augment our team with about four more data scientists. Do you, do you know of anybody else that like, you would want to build a team with? Like I gave power to the candidate. I said to him, I was like, who would you want to work with? What is it that you want to grow? Who do you want to grow it with? I'm going to go back to my statement. The candidate is king. I'm trying to satiate how to get them from where they are today to where they want to go tomorrow, and I'm trying to figure out who it is that they want to do it with. Maybe they don't want to do it with anybody who's here. Maybe they want to bring other people. Maybe I need to recruit like their five engineering buddies to come to Cabbage to make something awesome happen. And if I've got to do that, I've got to do that. If it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, the first part was good. The second part, you, you're losing me. Okay. Do you recruit on Facebook? Yes. Uh, like how? How do you recruit on Facebook? Uh, I go in. I type in. Uh, I type in the groups just using uh, semantic speech. Like what? So give like us, I'll look uh, for. Give us a grant. You gotta on this show get granular. Okay, that's one of the themes. Group group on data scientist San Francisco. Pull that, up, pull that up, I start – or I put in the name of a data science group that's in San Francisco. That's how, I, that's how I dial through it, right? I find that person. I go out and I see if they've got a domain that's registered in their name, and then I backdoor that to either call them because the domain registry number that's there or the email address that comes with it, right? And those, those things really can't be scraped. So that's really how I'm driving that. Yeah, okay, so I'm using Facebook, Facebook and something they don't else. Say, they don't say they, – most people don't put their titles in, data scientist. Uh, how do you bring up the right people? Or really? do they? Um, I'm like, I, I wish I'm going to. Let's just say, that, yeah, that's interesting. Well, most of that's all interesting. the data there scientists 5, 000, put their 5, title. There's 5,561 data scientists that are talking right now, I mean, uh, jobs on, that are posted there, right? I can go to the comment section. I can see who's commented on those jobs. I've got data scientists. I've got 82,000. 919 people talking about that subject, I can jump into that piece or I can look for it by hashtag. I can go into data scientists and statisticians. That's 3,000 plus people. I can go into data scientists public group. 
that's 2,000 people. I can go into happy data scientists, become a data scientist. I can go into all the course schools where people are taking data science. I can type in the top 25 DS, I mean CS schools in the country that are piping that out, right? And I can look for people in terms of that major. I could also put in that's astrophysicists. All on Facebook? That's all on Facebook? Yeah, that's on okay. the Facebook. That's on the Facebook. I didn't know. Did, 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 yeah. did everybody else know? Oh, okay. Hey, you. But you used to. Now you're working. Yes, at animal. Yeah, we yeah. all knew that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I never. I never heard you talk about it that way, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> well, why don't I, I just send you a list of my customer it. names while I'm at it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Contact no, person. I don't. I don't. You know it all. You know all you're the good stuff. All. You, okay. Well, you know what, Jerry? Yeah, Jerry, I'll, Jerry now I, that we're talking. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> now we're talking about Jerry. Jerry no, says we're not talking you never, about me. You never hire. The first person you send in never gets hired. He's just a trans, tri, tri, trial balloon. Hold on a that? second. I don't send them in there as a trial balloon. I'm hoping like hell they get hired. The simple reality yeah. is they usually yeah. don't. So stop okay. putting words in my mouth. I'll quote you. you son I'll, of a it's bitch. a quote. It's a quote. Any recruiter has got what? to know that rarely <laughs> is the first person you introduce. The one who was hired. That's exactly what Jerry said. That is, that is a quote. Your then uh, addition, they're just a trial balloon, makes me seem uh, trite <laughs> in my professional approach with these people. Nobody's a trial balloon, dude. Nobody. You know what? Steve Finkel said send in a trial balloon. Okay? So that's what I thought you were referring to. Yeah. Now, Brian. Brian. He's still kicking Brian. ass, isn't he? Yeah, Brian, what's up? do you agree Brian, do you agree with Jerry that the first person rarely gets hired? Be careful here. You know what? I, I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go fifty fifty on that because I've had CFO candidates who've been the first candidate and they get hired on the first like the they're no, we don't want to see anybody else. I've had that happen. Alternatively, I've had that candidate get you know, kind of pushed off because they're like, Oh, I want to see one more. I need another two comparison candidates. And if that candidate's a hot candidate, they're off the market in that time. So I think there are a yeah, lot so of reasons why Yeah, so what do you do with Jerry's a stupid friend. hiring manager like that? What do you do with that moron? Tell me. You bang him upside the head. <laughs> I, usually, I usually take him out for really – I usually take him out for Thai food and see how hot I can make it. No, no, seriously, <laughs> I want to know. Look, you know, no, 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 Brian, I like to see it's not just panic, a, kind of like you're doing right us. now. So. It's not just me, you, and Jerry, and, and Michael Cox here. There's a whole Even lot of people listening. Even though it like it. Yeah, right, so like so it. there's actually people listening. Can't you give them some benefit to go away with? What do you do the when you get a stupid too. hiring manager? You, you, you find a good CFO. I want to see a few more. Why? This guy's good. You're going to lose him, you jerk. What do you say? Well, I mean, I think you can do all those antics that you want to scream about, but I also think that it's important as a – strategic liaison, not to call them stupid. Like I said, take them out for dinner, show them two other candidates, and really find out what it is that that person was missing. Was it a cultural – was it something Look, cultural? Like they Brian, had socks, Brian, they had gap. What Brian, is it that they were missing? Brian, you yeah, just I told know, us if you waste like time going – if you waste it. your time blah, looking blah, blah, for two blah, other blah. people, like you're going to lose the first voice. guy. This is fantastic. Dude. You're going to so, lose the first guy. It's a big deal. You lose the first guy. You lose the first guy. Big deal, you lose the first guy. Hey, animal, deal. can I just add something? Animal. It's a lot of this has to animal. for them to get their act together yeah. and get straight. Seriously. A lot of this has to do with is this the first time you're working with this manager? Is it the tenth time? Have you made placements with this guy, or is it the first time this lady has ever used you? 
where are you with this relationship? And you're always looking for a what do you do every single time. And if you don't have the wherewithal to gauge the situation, I might tell one of my customers, hey, I know you want to see a few more people. Should I go ahead and tell them they probably don't have the chance, but they're just trying to sell, sell the first guy? You have to judge the situation, dude. That's where you sorely miss in your no, uh, day-to-day what, work. Here's the point. Here's the point. The, if you got a good person, they don't grow on trees. Like it, Brian said, okay, sure, I'll let the first one go. I can find two others just like chocolate bars. That is so, on look, dude. It, it, look, obviously so, so the person's missing something. So, so let's, right? let's let's solve this. I agree no. with you. So, Jerry, let's take this back. No, if you've got one. If you've got if you've got one candidate, if you've got one candidate in the hiring manager, if you're an internal recruiter, this is different. But if you're an external recruiter, you're an agency recruiter, and you have one candidate that you're using for a search that's contingency, and the and the candidate base is not wired to that one to that one company, then if you believe that can't so good, then why wouldn't you go out there and create another market for that person? That's something that animal misses. All right, that we would go out and create an opportunity for that person, that we would call somebody else and say, oh, you're looking for a CFO. I have somebody who has the SOX compliance, the IPO guidance that you have, the GAP compliance. Why wouldn't we go and try to serve that candidate in that capacity? Yeah, I understand. Hiring manager is the one who pays the bills, whether you're internal or external. If the hiring manager loses that candidate and he's like, oh, my God, I really want something, somebody like, uh, like Jerry or like, or like Cindy or like Susan – then you've now got a rubric that you can go against, but you can also say, look, man, you waited two weeks to pull the trigger on this. We've got to move faster here, or you're going to lose that. I can drive this all you want, but, but if you can't act, you're okay, going to go home you. empty-handed. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Who, who, now, who turned there, on the wind tunnel? I don't hear anything like that, any wind Maureen? tunnel. I do hear a wind tunnel. Totally hear a wind tunnel. I'm with Jerry. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean, wind tunnel? I'm on a different line than you guys. Here's what it sounds like. Yeah, but a little quieter to the discerning. Okay. I agree with him. Let me turn off my – I got my air conditioner on. Maybe it, maybe that's it, okay? I'll turn it off. Hold on a second. That's In animal Canada? air conditioner? That poor bastard. <laughs> you need a bigger room. God. There, I Send turned it off. off. Did it go away? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's better. Is it? I picture an animal just sitting there huddled under a little window air conditioner. This is bad. I'm sorry. I, I got to go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, let me see. Persuasion. Do you try to sell a candidate? If you call someone up and you're talking to them about a move, like let's say that guy you were calling and you got the referral from, let's say he wasn't overpriced. He was right on. He says, uh, Brian, you know, I don't think I want to make a move right now. Do you try to persuade the person to make a move? Absolutely. How? Can you give us a real-life example, like just like you did before? I liked, I liked that example. If you think I'm too negative, no, that's exactly what I like when you tell me a real-life example just like that. All right, so let me, let me go to a COO candidate um, that I placed uh, two years ago because I had him where he was like, Brian, I'm not interested in making – I like the money. I like the company, but I'm not interested in making the commute. And I was like, oh, okay, so let me get this straight. You don't want to drive from – you don't want to drive 36 miles. You don't want to drive down to the Atlanta airport for it. But we both agree that this is more money than you've ever made, and this is an opportunity in three years when the CEO retires that he wants the COO to move into the CEO seat. Is, 
is that right? Is that fair? And he was like, yeah, that's fair. And I was like, okay, well, listen, I really, I mean, I, I, I did the takeaway. Um, as I said, I don't know that this is going to work. Um, if you're not willing to put, you know, if you're not willing to increase your compensation by 33% because you're afraid to drive 30 miles, I don't think this is going to work. And, and maybe you're not the person that I thought you were for this opportunity. And I kind of took it away in that perspective. I hung up um, and uh, I hung up and about 20 minutes later, he called me back and he said, you're exactly right. This is going to give me the compensation I want. It's going to give me the freedom with my family. I'm going to have to do a 30-minute commute, and I'm going to be a CEO, and that's what I want to be in the next 10 years, and you're telling me we can get there in three. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the guy's okay, CEO so designate think, today, right? So, so that was – hold on. Just because Jerry was dissing him a few minutes ago, that's classic Finkel, okay? He would call that an old-school sales technique. Do you think that your, your – do you think your takeaway – do you think your takeaway <laughs> – was what actually influenced the person, or if you just would have said, okay, but, you know, think it over. It's, uh, I think there's something but, there but to can, consider. Can I, I, I want to add, though, the takeaway was, was actually a Tommy Hopkins close, okay? Not okay, a whatever. Whatever, okay? It's a standard close. Now, oh, if, no, if it's a standard close. The second so, goal was so a Steve so Recruiting here's, God. Here's another example. Here's another example. There was a candidate that I recruit. There was a developer that I recruited at a career builder um, a few weeks ago um, to, to join our team here at Cabbage. Great guy, awesome GitHub, amazing, right? His biggest hesitation was not the compensation. It was not the commute. It was the fact that he wasn't sure that he was going to have enough time off for his wedding. And that had never come up in the conversation about like understanding him or what his motivations were for, for, for him to look. And he was like, can we put this off by two months so that I can take my, so I can take my, my vacation for my wedding? And I was like, dude, if, if that's the only thing that's holding us up here, why don't you start work here in two weeks and I'll make sure that you have two to three weeks off for your, for your vacation. I'll make sure the hiring manager has it, has it to you in writing. And he was like, are you sure you can do that? Yeah, that was the guy's motivation, right? You know that, what? No, 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 no. You had that guy wanted to move. You just had to negotiate a better deal for him, or that suited his specific needs. That wasn't someone who said, "No, I don't want that job." This is a guy who actually said, "I want that job." That's not a good example. I got to go to another ad before the show's over. Hey, everybody! A word from our sponsor, <laughs> PC Recruiter. Everyone claims, and you know it's true. They say text and social media are the hot new forms of communication but we all know for real email is king right or queen and pc recruiter handles email the way you want it handled it works with your mobile phone accounts and always shows you're connected you're sent and received email for every candidate in hiring authority and you know what they're known they've got clients all over the world and they're known all over the world so please check them out at pc Recruiter.com. They love you. Back to my guest for today, the Brian Fink. Okay, Brian, let me ask you this. If you've got, um, uh, how do you turn someone off who doesn't get the job? What do you say to them? I tell everybody, hey, let's keep the door open for another conversation. Right now, this doesn't make sense. Um, your skill set doesn't align with what it is we're looking for. However, I'd but Brian, to I think uh, it is a match. Why don't they want me? I think it's a good match. You know what? That's a that's a great question. Um, and I would tell you that it's nothing personal. We're looking at your professional skill set. We really would value having somebody on our team like you, 
unfortunately, Tom, we don't have the bandwidth to mentor somebody uh, to get them to where we need to be. Instead, but what am I know, missing? What specifically? What's wrong? I don't. I don't see. I don't see any uh, light between me and that job. I, I'm your guy. Can, can I? Can I ask a question though? Do you say that if the guy or gal just sucks, like you just you don't want him working there? So would you go through saying, well, we don't have the bandwidth to really connect with you at the level of experience you're at and bring you on to the? I mean, do you go through all that crap if the guy sucks? Or do yeah, you just say, look, man, it's just not going to work? Or do you just make up all that stuff? So, no. So if I'm, on the, if I'm on the phone with a candidate and I'm like, I know there's no way that they're going to move forward, I tell them straight up, I'm like, look, I don't want to waste your time. That's cool. There's about a 40%, there's about a 40% chance that the hiring manager is going to take this seriously. You're, you, know, you put out there that you know X, Y, and Z. And look, man, I don't have any documentation that proves it. I know you're telling <laughs> me you're using it. Look, this is going to be a really hard sell the hiring manager why don't we touch base on another opportunity when this makes sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Or no, it doesn't. And then I go down the animal path and they're talking. I'm like, look, it really doesn't make sense. I don't want to waste your time. Down the time animal is the path. Only, <laughs> time, time is the only asset that we don't have Scream more of and hang make more of. You know? So, okay. so hey, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like, so you didn't, I, I like that approach. Yeah, you did, yeah, but no, we didn't address the issue where the person really thinks that he or she is a good match. You want to know uh, why, Animal? Because it rarely happens, dude. Stop it with the fake-ass examples of one-in-a-million deals as some sticking point in your interviews with these highly talented people. Knock it off. Michael G. Cox. Michael G. Cox. Do you have anything you'd like to say? You haven't said much. Michael G. Cox. I was just thinking about all these. I'm here. Can you hear me? You want to say something? I was just thinking about these things that we call closing techniques. The fact is that when you define them as just basic closing techniques. It's undermining the value of what is actually being done. It's just a simple reframing of a conversation uh, or, a, or a point, they, in this case, a candidate has made to make them think about it differently in regards to the commute. So you're going to pass up on this opportunity and this plugging you into this stage of a, of a career path because of a 30-minute commute. Oh, so you're just making them think differently or see it from a different angle. Just to call it a, you know, pass it off as a basic closing technique, isn't giving it justice. Hmm. Okay, Maureen, well, share up. Is so, there anything? So wait, you... wait, 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 Michael. No, that's ahead. my brain fart, by the way. Sorry. No, dude, let me let me jump onto that. Is I think that I think Michael's I think Michael's pretty accurate and spot on with that. I think reducing a candidate to a chip on the chessboard by like teaching some kind of Robert Half closing technique. I don't think mm-hmm. that works. I don't, I don't think that makes sense. I think that then you remove the personalization of what's taking place in the recruiting process. Like, you just told I us really it works, you. okay? You just told us it works. <laughs> you did it, okay? Maureen, share hey, up. Is there something you'd like to say? Maureen, share up. She sold no, a lot. No, 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 no. I've said my piece. And I, I, actually, Michael estate. Townsend, I, I think you were Wait talking about the porcupine or the parrot clothes versus the takeaway. I'm just throwing that out okay. there. Okay, know whatever. Your, know, your, know your closes. That's all I'm saying, Peter. Yeah, okay. Maureen Sherub sold uh, real estate for 20 years or something <laughs> like that before she was in this business. Did you use any closes, Maureen? Did you use any standard closes? No. Are you talking about the takeaways and all this? Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't think of it like that. I just, I just listened. I, I want to know how often agencies call Brian and – and just the general, how much of his day or week is spent telling agencies no, 
bug off, scram. And do they all sound the same, more or less? <laughs> oh man! Can I ask that animal? Text. Is that okay? Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Because I don't need to hear his closing technique or if no, he's dude, a Twitter dude, or I could freak. Take, I could I could take a, I could take a million screenshots and take a half a penny for each of them and retire happily, right? See, that's the fun um, stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, listen, listen, Jerry. You could have asked him that a half an hour ago. I wouldn't have objected. You didn't mention it. You didn't say that's what you really wanted to talk it's about. It's a one-hour show. I'm squeezing it in. Now, now I, God. now I have to. Oh God, this just pisses me off. Got 13 minutes left. No, I, I'll ask a question minutes. anytime what, what I want. Do we need to pitch PC Recruiter one more time? Well, yeah, I do PC have Recruiter to do it one more time, but I just did it. I want to know how many recruiters call you every week, Brian. Go ahead, answer his um, question, guest. T- tell me, tell us about our competition. Seriously, I probably get about eight to ten phone calls a day. God. What do they sound um, like? I have <laughs> – they sound like not making one me to answer my phone is that my favorite one is I had somebody who called me up and said, we recruit for Home Depot, and we, we recruit for Home Depot and Lowe's. We'd be a great fit for you. Really? Well, let's go build a house together because that's not what we fucking do here. <clears throat> F-bomb twice in one show. This is a record, but I like it. You know what? It probably isn't because William Tinkup has been on this show, and Lori oh, Rudiman has too, okay? Yeah. But you know so, what? But so Brian, agencies are calling Brian, you all day long. Yeah. Is, that, is that the scoop, Brian? Animal, don't you care about this stuff? You would rather talk yeah. to somebody in his position about just whatever question any, you even anytime, ask. Jerry, anytime, anytime that we issue a press release, like there was a press release yeah. that went out the other day that talked about three hires that we made, yeah. um, and they're pretty big hires. The minute that went out, like literally like I got a notification from communications that went out, then boom, the inbox and the phone just didn't stop. Wow. Like, you know, um, did anybody make a, did anybody make a presentation that you liked? Do recruiters ever make a presentation and you say, I like it. Tell us what that is. That's fair. So, So generally speaking, I, you know, I work off referrals. Like if somebody says to me, Hey, uh, Melissa at Elevate is a great recruiter. You guys should have a conversation with him. And I say to Andy Pittman at MailChimp, and I'm like, dude, well, what is it that made him so great? And he says X, Y, and Z. So if Melissa calls me, I'm going to take that phone call. Okay, I'm going to have a conversation calls, with you him. Don't, you, know, you don't like any cold calls or cold presentations from recruiters. <clears throat> no, I like referrals from friends. Yes, I'm using my friends to screen people for success. Very cool. Hey, Animal, just real quick then. Animal, would you tell Brian that I'm an IT recruiter and probably one of the best in the Midwest? Uh, does he recruit people like uh, Jerry? He can either tell from listening to you for an hour or I'm not. I'm just saying, okay? give me a referral here, Animal. That's what this guy likes. You know, I uh, can't Jerry's just call people guy. like this. <laughs> <sighs> Jerry's a great Life guy, is such Brian. A struggle. Yeah, you, hey, you Jerry, want to know him. And Jerry, not only that, yeah. Brian, Jerry, Jerry will teach Jerry, you how to do your job. Is beat is. I would love that because I'm I'm open to learning. I'd appreciate that. Thank you, Daddy. Um, so yeah, back Brian, to Jerry. you should call Jerry. Jerry. You should call Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Let's you know send me a DM on on Facebook or You know what? Do this Twitter. after the show. Would you okay, knock it off, Animal? I'm actually getting somewhere. <laughs> God. Hey, Jerry. Butt out, Animal. Butt out, Animal. What, Brian? Jerry, do you use, do you use PC Recruiter? Can you tell me about how to recruit with that? A friend of mine who's very good at PC Recruiter happens to be on the call with us now. Animal, can you tell us a little bit about PC Recruiter? You know what I'm going to tell you? Pete Radloff, who's an experienced person, says <laughs> all agency pitches Brian, are all the same. Thanks, They're Dad. all the same. 
He says, they're all the same. Uh, Derek Zeller's got his usual. Thank you, Derek. Uh, so, Brian Fink, just be silent. The next question seems safer that way. Don't understand that. Uh, there's actually people <laughs> listening. That's a fact. See, there's people listening to you. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's 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 move on. Uh, and uh, you know, I've got more questions. Reference checks. Do you use them? Some people do. Some people don't. All the time. Mm. So how long do you, how long do you take? You do them on the phone, right? Yeah, probably about probably about ten minutes. That's and all. I also ten minutes. Use, I, I mean, it, look, it, it's it's a few simple questions, and the only way it's going to get any larger is to say, hey, you know, I, I don't know if you're in the market, but would you be open to considering alternative opportunities? Totally. You do that. You try to recruit the person on every call, every yep. reference check. Really? Yeah, okay. I mean, well, what, what are your? We're, we're on the phone right now, and I'm trying to recruit people. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. A and second. I'm trying to you do said, business. What, what, what yeah, are you doing, doing animal? Exactly. That's the real question. I'm tr- you know what? Hang I'm on. To we'll get take it from here. For- we're doing business here. To, Jerry, if we're picking up the phone, it better be to, to fill a rack. Am I wrong? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm wrong. Thanks. No, References right. are the you best. Know, now look. Hold on a second. These reference checks. You said you've got some standard questions. Can you tell us what they are? No, I don't want to go into them. Why not? I respect that I answer. Get what? I don't like it when these guys come on the show and say, to answer questions. They say, I'm not answering any questions. Okay. He well, didn't. He I, just I said, I'm I think, I've answered, I think I've answered all your questions. Yeah. I think I put out some issues about our cultural questions. However, I don't think that I have, I don't think I have, okay. you know, written consent what, to, like, what, put what it Chrome, out there, dude. What, what Chrome <laughs> extensions do you use the most? What Chrome extensions do you use the most? Um, I'm probably going back and forth between Evernote Grammarly, so I don't make those mistakes that you pointed out on my LinkedIn profile. Um, and I'm probably using AV and um, Clearbit. Clearbit. Oh, that's new, the new one, right? The replaced reportive, yeah. sort of. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you like it? You like Clearbit? Like Clearbit. Like Clearbit a lot. Um, I think it's, uh-huh. yeah, I think it's fantastic. Um, I like the fact that it pulls in the information specifically from Angel um, and also for, um, for, for Crunchbase. Okay, but you know, you you described uh, what kind of LinkedIn uh, account do you have? Um, so I have uh, what LinkedIn? We have LinkedIn Recruiter. Yeah, I've got LinkedIn Recruiter. Okay, and uh, you described uh, a number of positions like programmers, CFO. You, you're like a generalist recruiter. Is that right or wrong? Do I have the right impression or the wrong impression? Um, I think that I think that's a I think I've recruited along plenty of disciplines that I could be called a generalist. Yeah. Okay, so then you're telling me uh, also that if somebody calls you and they've their experiences with Home Depot, you're saying that's no good for me. So, But you yourself are a generalist. Am I right or wrong? One day you're recruiting a techie, the next a financial guy. You're absolutely right. Okay, so if you get a job, how can you uh, do a good job on such a diverse number of uh, positions? How do you uh, figure out? If, if you're, you're doing something you haven't done before, how do you present yourself as uh, a knowledgeable person that someone would want to talk to? You know, I'm sitting down with my hiring manager and I'm asking him, hey, what is it that you expect this person to do and what do you expect this person to become if they come here? Anytime I hear a word that I don't know, I'm making sure that I ask them, ask them what that, what's that word? What's that acronym? Help me out. Why is that important? Why is that relevant? Right? Like I feel that – I feel that uh, I You're breaking one of Animal's main rules. Animal – would think that that makes him sound stupid. 
So Animal doesn't ask questions about stuff like that. I'm just throwing and that out there. You're so wrong. You're, that's you, Jerry. You that's don't like you. asking managers questions. You don't like asking managers questions. That's what a lot of these What the hell like. are you saying, man? Oh, absolutely. And Maureen, you are wrong, dude. Dude. I'm the one. The sourcers, (laughs) the people who are responsible for research, they're the ones who always press. But my point is different. My point is different. Brian is saying, look, if you give me a position today that I've never recruited for ever, I can still do a good job on it, as good as anybody. Is that what you're saying, Brian? Yeah, about 97% of the time I can do that. Okay, so if you were uh, if you were this is maybe the last question, but if you were an executive recruiter and you call you you call up somebody and they'll talk to you like uh, a hiring manager of some sort, and he or she says, "How many positions have you filled in my industry in the past, or this kind of position?" and you say, "You know, I've done a few," and they say, "Look, if I go to a company that this is their niche." They'll do. They they've recruited tons of these. How would you? What would you say? In, and while about he that, thinks about his that? answer to that great question, can I say something? Go ahead. Nobody nobody ever asked that. Maybe one asked. out of fifty times. I've been asked. I want to know what I want to know what this guy. Because you sound like a numbnut, probably. Yeah. What would well, you say, Brian? So so God. so to that, you know, like a lot of the reasons that I don't take those recruiter calls, but I'm taking Jerry's, is because people can't tell me why they're different and better. Ooh. Right, so my would I need to do that? that? No, yeah, Jerry, Jerry I think you, I think you already have it. I, I think you're out, right? I think you've exhibited. No, you're good, man. <laughs> yeah. You're going to talk. All right, so so here's the piece of it: is that everybody wants to talk about how they're different, but nobody wants to talk about how they're different and better. So, how would I approach a, a hiring manager about that? Look, I am an internal recruiter. I have to focus on being a generalist. Prior to this, mm. I was a tech recruiter for two for two years. I think if you've got the fundamentals, you can sit down and you can figure it out. Um, if you want to go deep in a niche, well, then I'm really worried about what's going to happen when the banks dump cobalt. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> I think that it's best to have that kind of versatile skill set. Uh, before, before I was focused on tech recruiting, um, heck, man, I was doing, I was doing uh, salespeople, enterprise salespeople. For that, I was doing uh, ad tech and technologists that supported that in data science. Before that, Again, it was doing sales. So I think, that, um, I think that a cat should not be necessarily judged by the fact that it has a lot of stripes, but the fact that it is a cat. Okay, C-A-T. you know what? Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. interesting. That was an interesting answer to mm-hmm. me. I like an answer like that. Now, other people say that's a stupid question. That was good information. Thank you, Brian. i got to do one more ad just for a take a second. Wait, okay? wait, wait. How are you going to use that information? How are you going to use that information if it's good information? How are you going to you use know what? it? How are you going it, it to apply it gives me to the, make your life just better? just gives me the confidence. Like, here's one thing. I don't sound like a valley girl like you do, okay? But it gives me the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me the confidence when I go out and talk to somebody and they say that to me. I'll say, are you crazy? I talk to experienced recruiters every week, and they tell me this. And I'll say, Brian Fink, look them up. Call them up if you don't believe me. If Brian Fink can do it, I can do it. And I won't back down because I know Brian Fink wouldn't back down. That's how I'll use that. And now let me tell you about PC Recruiter. This will only take me a few seconds. PC Recruiter handles email marketing so you can build lists and send out hundreds or thousands of email and then manage the resulting activity like opt-in 
or opt-out requests, you can do it with ease, okay? That includes Canadian opt-in rules, and let me tell you, we're pretty special when it comes to those. Okay, if you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears directly in your Outlook screen. No more switching between applications a hundred times a day. No ATS or recruiting software has more or better choices for email, text messaging, and social media than PC Recruiter. I want you to check it out at PCRecruiter.com. Thank you, Brian. I just sent you a friend request. Okay. Oh, man, Ryan. we're be friends? That's so hard. Well, we don't Ryan. have to be because I get political sometimes, and I probably shouldn't, but at least I can send you a message and stuff like that. Okay. Dude, dude, you can we're, you can get political. I mean, like talking to animals like talking to Trump except without the misogyny. Mm. Yeah, Jerry's a Trump voter. Well, Jerry's good. a Trump voter. Okay. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Dang. Jerry's a Trump voter, okay? And if I was Listen an American, to me. I probably Clearly, wouldn't be. I'm a libertarian. Right. Okay. Are oh, you really you're voting for that guy, uh, Wallace, or whatever his name is? I can't remember. Okay. So Johnson Brian, and Long. I cannot. I, I got to go throw some ribs on the grill that need to be done yeah. at uh, seven okay, o'clock. Brian, I'm going to do the three, two, one method. So I got to start okay. them right now. Okay, we're finished now. <laughs> Brian, is there any parting words? Any parting words? Thanks for having me. You've had some great questions. I hope everybody today can use the <laughs> insights and advice that were provided by Jerry and Maureen. I'm sorry that. Sorry, the animal kind of got in the way of us having a great conversation about recruiting. <laughs> yeah. But I hope that this you know conversation will enrich the discipline as a whole. Uh, it was a I good like show. having you. There's lots of good show. questions. You can come back uh, another time. Maureen, any parting words? Maureen Sharon? Wonderful show. From Cincinnati? Wonderful show. Michael G. Cox, any parting words? Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.